0: dental.com This is the Last Minute Blues Podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and former Blues defenseman, Jamie Rivers. Powered by Together Credit Union, empowering you to achieve your financial goals. It is the Last Minute Blues Podcast. Donnie Fandango and Jamie Rivers. Unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately because then I feel like it's short-sighting us a little bit, but our homeboy, Jeff Burton, not feeling well today. And uh, poor Jeff, man. This dude is dealing with unbelievable things, and he comes into the room and says, would you be mad if I missed the podcat? No, dude. <laughs> get, get your ass home and get yourself some rest, brother, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll carry on until you get back with us.
1: Yeah, all of our listeners and, and whatnot, you know, if you, if you get a moment, send Jeff something on social media, you know, on his Instagram, his Twitter, whatever. Just uh, wish him well.
0: Absolutely so. Anything that you could do, man, is, 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 is great, and I know Jeff appreciates it very much. Well, we have... You know, we've gotten to the end of the hockey season and there's a lot to talk about, but I wanted to share with you a bit of a story before we get into the hockey. Ooh, I like story time, Donnie. (laughs) Dude, this is so gnarly. You're not going to love this story that I'm going to tell you, but I got to do it anyway. So, this whole week in my house has been insane. We've got people sick, sinus infections, the whole thing, right? So, Tuesday, I go to Walgreens. With one goal in mind, and that is to buy literally almost every bottle of Gatorade that they have in that (laughs) store for Mary. All right. Yeah. So I'm waiting to get into the refrigerated part of, you know, get into the the thing where you can open the door, get out a couple of bottles, and then you roll. So as I'm, I'm waiting, I see this woman walk up to the case. And Jamie, I am not lying to you. I am not spreading the truth. Or a, a mistruth. I have never seen someone in public stick their fingers so far up their nose. Oh boy! Before they reached the handle to open the thing. So Jamie, I did not purchase any Gatorade at that particular Walgreens. I actually got a couple things I needed to get, and then <laughs> like literally went next door to Deerbergs to get the. And it was just so like I was going to tell somebody at the store, yeah. but then I was like. Man, are you being rude to that? I, it was just so awful. Okay, so let's break this down. Yep, for okay. A second,
1: okay, all right. Uh, this person goes up to the door. Yes. I, I'm visualizing it right now. Standing in front of Standing the door. Standing in front, and then reaches in there, massages their brain with mm-hmm. their finger. Yep. And then grabs the handle.
0: Yes. And get the Gatorade, I'm assuming? Well, or get something, something out there. of there. I didn't exactly see what okay. they got. Uh, honestly, once I saw the nose being picked, I was out. Let me ask you this.
1: Sure. Um, and I don't blame you for your reaction uh-huh. on, and leaving and doing a different thing. But mm-hmm. why would you not just get a... Disinfectant, one of those like antibacterial wipes. They have them right there, especially at the Walgreens are readily available. For sure. Just grab and wipe it down or it, grab it
0: and hand it to her and say, do you mind wiping this down? Yeah. Since you just were poking your eye from inside your nose. That, that's not a bad idea. And in hindsight, that's probably something that I should have done. But in that moment, I was so like, did you panic a little bit? I didn't panic. I was just grossed out. And like, and dude, like it's the worst when you get that like sort of nauseous feeling in your stomach. Mm. I absolutely had that watching that go down yeah. and also too you know man i got kind of a head cold cooking too so like i'm not at 100 percent myself uh-huh. just not anything that i needed to see that particular afternoon or really any day yeah Truthfully. No, and again i don't blame you <laughs> right. i
1: just you know i'm i i my life is so busy that it's like time consolidation so to get all my things and go next door even for like wasting five or seven minutes of my life i've feel like i would have just grabbed the wipes and said hey excuse me um i noticed that you were up to your wristwatch into your nose could you please wipe down the handle
0: could you please take care of your own business please and thank you very much much appreciated so last game of the regular season tonight against vegas i want to talk about those guys in a bit but jamie how much stock if any do you put into the 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 tuesday night loss to to colorado um
1: I don't know if I, if I put stock into it.
0: It's kind know? of a tough thing, though. A Both bit.
1: teams are missing players. Um, you know, the Blues are at the last game of a really long road trip. And I don't mean, like, time-wise. Yeah, they were gone for, what, six, seven days, maybe eight days on that road trip. But it's the way they were gone. You know, they went all the way up to San Jose. Then they went to Arizona, so they're flying back towards St. Louis for a little bit, then back out to Anaheim, then back in towards Colorado. That's a lot of air miles put on, yeah. and there is there is a toll that takes that gets taken on your body. And it's the end of the season. There's a lot. I know I'm giving a lot of and this and that excuses, right? But they're not excuses. The reality that that was a long trip. Had they played Colorado the first game, and things like that happened in the second period, I'd be like, oh man, yeah. But this is the last game of a four game road trip and a lot of miles put on. And, you know, I don't put a lot into it. I don't, I think the third period showed me a lot about this Blues team. Right. The fight to come back and fight to come back. Ryan O'Reilly getting a couple of goals. He's feeling good right now. So that's, that's great for, for the Blues that he's feeling the flow headed into the playoffs here. So I, I'm not worried about it. Both ways, I, I didn't put much stock into the game. Very good.
0: So, you know, as you were looking at the game tonight, what is coach barubi gonna you know gonna do i would assume that some of the main players might not get as heavy a minutes as they as they normally would and then if you're vegas don't you want to have to don't you kind of want that mind frame to come in and 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 at least leave a sour taste in the last game of the season or are you already on the golf course
1: uh, that's a tough call like for, you're already on the golf course no
0: enough. F- like see for me
1: i would come in and want to finish off cuz I honestly think there's going to be a big change for that team. Mm-hmm. Front office wise, head coach wise, and I would rather be known as the player who ended the season the right way. So when they're going through their evaluations, they're not like, "Okay, this guy packed it in. Mm-hmm. This guy had his reservations down in the Bahamas already made," you know, or they've got this guy fought right to the end, man. Right. Now, this is a guy that we can build around. So for me personally, I would be playing really hard. Now, that being said, They've got a lot of really high-priced players on that team that may have already checked out. And so I don't know what the heck to expect tonight. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who they'll dress. Because I know some of their higher-paid players have been playing through
0: some injuries and whatnot. I have no idea what Vegas will put on the ice tonight. So I read an article last night um, from NBC Sports, and I don't remember the writer, unfortunately, to give him credit but he went on to essentially talk about how the way that the Vegas Golden Knights have been doing their business over the course of the last couple of years is just not a model that is that can sustain itself essentially he kind of broke it down as when there was a player out there that they wanted they went and got them no matter the ramifications of you know the salary cap or you know so you're talking about changes what do you what do you think's going to go down there
1: well here's the biggest problem i've seen with Vegas is they've changed their culture completely uh, they've tried to, I don't know if they've overthought it or what they've done, or they've gotten greedy, but if, if you go back to the inaugural season, that George McVee is their GM. Came from Washington. He did. Admit, he's a, I mean, he absolutely manipulated the expansion draft like no other has ever done it. 100%. He hired Gerard Gallant, who is a great coach, and the players absolutely love him. They go to the Stanley Cup final. They stick with this team. They get, that's the year that the next year is like San Jose where they got that fictitious power play. They scored two goals and it basically it screwed Vegas over. Yes. Then the next off season, Kelly McCrimmon, who's the assistant GM, he's being asked to be interviewed by several teams for GM openings. So George McPhee goes, eh, I'll just be president and I'll promote you to GM because he didn't want to lose him. Mm-hmm. Well, what does Kelly McCrimmon do? He goes and fires Gerard Gallant and brings in Pete DeBoer. So now the two top of the food chain people, your GM and the head coach that you started to have all the success with with your franchise and the, the, the identity of the Vegas Golden Knights, they're gone. It's changed. So now it's Kelly McCrimmon and Pete DeBoer. Pete DeBoer comes in, puts his stamp on the team. They go get Robin Laner. And Robin Lehner becomes the number one goalie. Marc-Andre Fleury heads out. Ryan Reeves gets shipped out. All this stuff starts to happen. You're changing the culture of your team. You're going to grab the biggest, flashiest toys out on the market. And you're paying way over what you should. Then you're sitting guys out in roster manipulation to fit under the salary cap. You've become the evil empire within a season and a half. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So everything that you were to start of the uh, that that underdog team, like, oh my God, everybody loves Vegas. They were America's sweetheart when it comes to hockey because an expansion team, yeah, hats off to George McPhee for manipulating the draft. He did nothing illegal, all this stuff, way to go. Now people are going to go screw Vegas. Yeah, it happened to me. Screw Vegas. Look at what they're doing. They fired uh, this guy. They traded that guy. They're well over the salary cap. Oh, guys are injured. We're manipulating. They went and got Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel doesn't have a track record of being a good leader or a good teen guy. and So, I don't know. I feel really bad for guys like Mark Stone. I know he's a scumbag for that shoulder to the face of Tyler Bozak. Yeah. But all jokes aside, knowing him and knowing what he did in Ottawa and the leader that he is and people like his teammates love him. So, you've got that guy who is your captain and rightfully so. You got Alex Petrangelo, who we know is a character individual. He's a hell of a hockey player, and he's a character individual. Those two guys, and you still
0: manage to screw it up by adding pieces that don't belong there. It's such an it's such an it seems like such a mess. And then in this article I was reading, it alluded to something that DeBoer said about Leonard uh, being hurt. Like, oh, alluding to him not being hurt, but, yeah. like, dude had to have season-ending, like, knee surgery or something crazy like that? About, that was weird. There was, a like, a Twilight Zone moment where the media,
1: ESPN was reporting that Robin Lehner's done for the season, and then they talked to Pete DeBoer about it, and he's like, I, he goes, he got a, what do they call that, a maintenance day. He goes, he got a maintenance day, I expect him to be in uniform on Sunday, or I practice tomorrow and I expect him to be in uniform on Sunday. So he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Then, fast forward to the next game, Robin Lehner doesn't play, but he is dressed for the game, and then following that, boom, now he's having season-ending surgery, and then Pete DeBoer goes on record, basically saying, I don't even know. Like, wow. I don't even know if he's really injured, not really sure. So
0: then that makes Lehner look bad. Yeah, of course it but, does. Yeah, because it's like, he's messing with this knee thing, yeah. but, but doesn't he have a very great reputation of being a good team player and everything, too? Robin Lehner? Yeah. He does. He's, um, uh, he's outspoken, though. I know that for sure. He can be erratic. Okay. He's had some mental health
1: issues. Got and it. You know what? Um, all the power to him. I have nothing. No yeah. comment on that. Yeah. I, I don't live in his shoes, um, so I'm not going to pretend yeah. to know him. Yeah, absolutely. He's had some alcohol problems in the past. He's had some bumps in the road. I don't know what he's like as a teammate. Sure. I don't know where his headspace is right now as a goaltender in the NHL because he didn't have a very good year. I do know that he was very much overweight for this season, did not get himself in good shape and continued to be out of shape throughout the season. So what, is it the chicken or the egg, right? Is it him out of shape that created the injuries or was it the injuries that didn't let him stay in shape?
0: Well, why would why would they, the first thing I don't understand is why they, and I knew that they had to in some degree because of salary cap issues, but I always kind of felt like Marc-Andre Fleury, like shouldn't have, it feels like he would be the guy to stay there and that Leonard would be the guy to get traded.
1: They overthought it, Donnie. Yeah. They I, they I do got that from, from time the, to time. <laughs> they got rid of the older guy cuz they thought he's washed. And we've got Robin Leonard who had come off a couple of really good seasons and he had hats off to the guy. He played very well. But they picked the wrong door. They picked the wrong door. They didn't they didn't foresee Mark Andre Fleury sticking with it as well as he has and now he you know now he's public enemy number 1 here Minnesota Wild have him i think he's 9 and 1 since getting there or something like that something crazy like that
0: i could be wrong if i am i apologize but i do know it was 8 and 1 at one point yeah i mean cuz i want to say like that the blue like since the since the trade deadline like the blues and the wild combined have lost like two or three games or something. Nothing like being in a foot race with a team that's right beside you the whole damn time (laughs) and you go 16 or 17 games with like getting a point. Dude, this is going to be so this series. First of all, have they announced when our series will start? I'm sure they haven't,
1: but it'll be Monday. I haven't announced it. They have. But Donnie, I know something. Oh, you do? I I got a little insider information. Can you tell us? It's going to start Monday.
0: Oh, it's going to start Monday. Yeah.
1: Monday, Mm -hmm. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday.
0: All right, I'm into this. So talk to me about this Minnesota Wild team. The Blues have beaten them this year, but I've learned from years past that once the playoffs start, that that doesn't really mean a whole heck yeah, of a lot. It's a different animal. It's a, it's a tremendous team. Uh, they've got a great goaltender who can go on a run. Talk about the Wild. Talk about the Blues' challenges with this team. Well,
1: the Wild are built very well. Bill Guerin has done a fantastic job there. All, and all things considered, he had to eat the contracts of Souter and Parise. He will be in salary cap hell in the next couple of years. But he's manipulated it fine right now. He's got two really good goalies. So when you look at the matchup in net, it's pretty even. It's kind of a coin toss. As of right now, because of the unknown of Villejusso, Kind of have to give the edge to Marc-Andre Fleury. He's been there. He's been there, a done bunch. that. He's won, what, two or three Cups. He's been to the Cup again with Vegas. Uh, but Billy Husso's played fantastic, so it's the unknown. It's the Jordan Bennington of 2019. What have you got? Maybe you've got a historical run from Billy Huso. Hopefully that's the case. But either way, both teams solid in goal. Both teams are deep on the blue line. Both teams are deep up front. They mimic each other very much so. Now, the only thing that's substantially, actually substantially, Slightly different is Minnesota's added some real beef to their lineup. You know they've got Nick DeLaurier, uh, they've got Jed Greenway, they've got Foligno, they've got Jacob Middleton on D. They've got some guys that like to get after it physically, and I think that's going to be that. I think they believe that's their key to success. They're going to come out in game one, and they're going to try to run the Blues out of the building. Now, fear the Blues, and we talked to Craig Berube on the Fast Lane about this. Don't try to go eye-for-eye with them. Don't bother doing that. Play your game. Take the hits that are available when they're there. And then when that team gets stupid out there, you make them pay. And the Blues power play has been sensational this year. Second in the NHL right now, only to the Toronto Maple Leafs, who, by the way, have a 60-goal scorer in Austin Matthews. Um, So no shame in being second. Yeah, You make them pay. You score a power play goal. You score another power play goal. What happens then?
0: Is those big physical guys that are so important to the series they can't play them anymore? Right, because well, and also too, don't those players kind of maybe second guess themselves when they're going in for that hit after well, they've called yeah, they call the some...
1: They either aren't competing at the same level, or the coach doesn't have the confidence in playing because well, he ends up in the box all the time. So coach has to like pull back the minutes on them. Advantage Blues. So I think that I think the Blues are deeper in the forward position. I mean, you've got potential of nine 20 goal scorers for the St. Louis Blues. Ryan O'Reilly's sitting at 19 right now. Which is so crazy. Which is crazy. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) And so I think that that's advantage Blues. And the the Blues decor with the addition of Nick Letty, really solid, man. Really solid. This is going to be... This is what sucks about the NHL playoffs these days. And if you look league-wide, there are a couple of first-round matchups that are like, wow, that could be a conference final. Sure. Any other year, that would be a conference final. Like, you get the Maple Leafs in in the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. That's a Stanley Cup contender. One of them's going home. You got the Wild and
0: the Blues, Stanley Cup contenders. One of them's going home. Oh, it's crazy. This is when I start to get nauseous. Like you know, like this is when that, when I start to like worry a little bit in my in, in my belly. But I mean, I feel like this is a good Blues team. This is a smart Blues team that I feel like can you know with or, or can withstand maybe an initial blast of whatever from 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 Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The thing that I get a little concerned about is. If Flurry gets hot, and, and and you know because I you know obviously he's a goaltender that can carry the team. Will this all be Huso in the playoffs, or will we see Bennington? Do you think?
1: Well, it kind of depends on, on Huso.
0: Well, it depends on Huso. Depends on the team too. So, like Craig Berube,
1: he might if the Blues for some reason um, get down to nothing in the series, and Huso has been good. Not bad, just good. I could see Craig Ruby going, you know what? We need to change it up. Let's see if Jordan Binnington can come in here and do something for us. Or if Billy Huso gets the doors blown off him, then yes, Jordan Binnington will get some time. And then we'll see. We'll go from there. You know, I I don't... Knowing what I know about Billy Huso, I don't foresee the moment being too big for him. Mm-hmm. He is very much a flat liner when it comes to... um the way he approaches the game. He's just dialed in. He's calm. He doesn't get too jacked up when he makes a save. He doesn't get too down when, like, if one squeaks through that he knows he should have had. He doesn't beat himself up over it. He's really good at just parking it over to the side, whether it's good or bad,
0: and worry about the next save. So we'll see. Dude, that's so amazing to me. The ability of athletes to do that. You know what I mean? To 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 compartmentalize and to be able to move on, whether you have a great game or a terrible game. I mean, I wear my life on my sleeves. No. So not so, you. No. So I just don't know how I would I just don't even know how <laughs> I would do that, man. It's so crazy with this team though, man, because I feel very confident that the Blues are good and are very good. But I mean you just look around and you see there are some just tremendous other teams. So if the Blues are gonna make it through this they're going to absolutely have to work for it every freaking step of the way. Whoever wins the cup this year
1: will have earned it. Absolutely. I'll tell you that much. You look at the East. You got Boston, Carolina, Toronto, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. That's, oh my God, that's a gauntlet over there. What do you think's going to happen over there? Like, like it, I have Donnie. I have no idea. Really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put. A, I wouldn't bet a dollar on any team over there because of the way each team is so good. You know, the favorite is Florida. You could just say, okay, oh, yeah, I'll put five bucks on Florida, but. Did you see what the Lightning did to Florida the other night? Yeah. They beat the wheels off them. And it's like, okay. is Was that an exclamation point? Was Tampa say, hey, by the way, don't forget about us. We're back to back. Right. We go for another one here. That's so unbelievable. And then the West, look at Calgary, Edmonton. How about Edmonton's won like nine games in a row or something right now? Dude, and we left those two You can't dudes get, get a great BB past Mike Smith, where uh, two weeks ago he was playing dodgeball in net. Like, it's unbelievable that those two teams are playing the way they are. Calgary's a big physical team. They got some goal scoring. I, that's a great team. Nashville Predators. They're not blessed with a ton of skill, but they are black and blue. Like they they will hit and bang and fight. So the first, like this is going to be wild, man. This is going to be the most exciting first round of playoffs
0: I have seen in a long time. I am going. To, I'm actually going to be in Nashville on the. Uh, oh, Doug, you should go to the game. You love Nashville well, people. I'm, oh, you you know it. I'm going. So I'm actually I'm going to a concert at. Um, well, it's it's going to be awesome, but it's at this bowling alley called the Brooklyn Bowl, and I'm going to see this band Turnstile, um, who I've not seen yet, and I've heard they're just incredible live. And so I have already decided that from the moment that I step into Smashville, <laughs> I will be wearing a blues t shirt or a blues something until I exit that. Donny, over under, how many fights do you get in? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't get into fights. The, well, you may have no choice. Well, th- there was only <laughs> one time that I. Th- there was only one time in recent memory that I that I. I that I I didn't want it because I'm not a fighter, but I was at Austin City Limits the year that the Blues eventually won the cup. And there was a fan with a Bruins hat. So I was walking out of Paul McCartney, and there was a fan in a Bruins hat, saw me with a Blues hat, and goes, St. Louis effing sucks. And I wanted to tear that dude's face off. I, like, I just... I just, I still want to tear his face off. So the fact that the Blues ended up beating Boston to win the cup is amazing. And I hope that that dude has had a terrible couple of years since then. But, but dude, like, I just, there's, you know, man, like, and, and I think like, as I've gotten older and like, I can watch the games more in stride now and not scream my head off, but there's something about the teams I don't like. Like, I just really dislike them more. And this Nashville team, oh, I it I I really I hate them I do I so <laughs> so so much so yeah I'll be bluesed out for my couple of days in in Nashville well, it'll be fun it will good be time man because I've you. never been there uh, before and so like I've never been to Third Man Records Jack White's oh, record store been Nashville? Nope. no oh, I right. haven't and then also too I watched the show. Um, um, I, want, I love Antique Archaeology, the show with, uh, with, with uh, the Pickers show, uh, yeah, American, American Pickers. Pickers. Yeah, man. So I'm going to go to that, that store and cheese up and take a picture outside. That's But awesome. also, too, man, I have not done a road trip in a couple of years, obviously, because yeah. of COVID and stuff. I just got a new car. Everything at the house has been crazy. So, dude, like, these couple of days, like, this road trip, like, Donnie time, oh, my God, Donnie dude. needs it. Who are you going with? Oh, no. Myself. you going all by yourself. All by myself. I thought about asking, well, Mary has to stay and take care of the kiddos. Of course. I thought about asking Benjamin, my oldest, but I was like, man, I kind of want some me time. You know what I'm saying? I really haven't gotten it and I don't really get very much, which I'm fine with. You know, I got a 13 year old, a 12 year old. We've always got stuff going on and I love my life, but man, it's, it's all right to be able to listen to songs with swear words every once in a while. You know what I mean? So that's what we're going to do. Well, thanks for the invite anyways. Would you stop it? I'm not letting you get me this particular time around. No, 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 no. no.
1: You're looking right at me. You know, like, that I love Nashville, and you just didn't didn't even try. First of
0: all. You didn't even try, Donnie. Didn't know that you loved Nashville. Second of all, if I go to Nashville with you. I think it's just a bad idea. What? Because I I don't think that me knowing that somebody will keep me from getting my ass kicked is like a good thing to go with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, because I know you'll let me get to a point where you'll be like, okay, Donnie, let, let's, <laughs> come on, come on, pally, come on. That that That's why. All right, my friend. Let's send Jeff Burton some more Get Well wishes. Yes, please.
1: Jeff Burton, get well, my brother. We love you, man. We love you so much, and we're in this with you.
0: Absolutely, man. And we'll be back next week with a playoff version of the Last Minute Blues podcast. For Jeff Burton, Jamie Rivers, it's Donnie Fandango, and as always, let's go Blues. The Last Minute Blues podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com. Powered by Together Credit Union, empowering you to achieve your financial goals. Peloton, let's go.